0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all
1: started by a mouse. Hello from out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, and I'm coming from very icy Springfield. And I know that uh, Vanessa is doing just the same. Is that right, Vanessa?
2: Oh, yeah. I just, you know, got finished doing my uh, ice skating outside. Uh, I got a 10 from the judges. You know, who would have thought?
1: Of course. Except Ooh, that even the tough judge.
0: judges. Yes.
2: Oh, uh, it's always the French judge that gets yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You got a 10 from everybody else and then a 7.3 somehow from the French judge. But uh, not Jealous. coming to us from Springfield is brett rutherford who if you've been watching our beyond the mouse podcast pals facebook page is enjoying farts festival of the arts going on at epcot and he uh, is really what? excited about that i am enjoying for well, the first time in my entire life i can enjoy farts
0: that's right very no smell, right you know I- i'm sorry We've got I'm yes, very
2: averse to calling it farts. Yes, please. I know.
0: I, 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 Craig. I think we shall scold you. We shall not call it that.
2: You're taking away um, the joy of this festival by degrading yes. it with your Thank boyish you. humor. Please. All
0: right. All right. All right. Sorry. The nerves. But, but, but yeah. Right. But I'm not I, going. Oh, noise. it's very popular. It's very popular. Um, I have yet to eat anything because the lines are very long. But I'm hoping to remedy that tomorrow.
1: I, I just saw I saw you t- posting pictures of a four hour line for a cookie. So you can get into a line for some of that toast <laughs> bread. I know you can do it.
0: Yes, yes, I can. I will. I will. I will conquer. Yes, there is a there is a grilled cheese sandwich, tomato soup combo that I have my eye on.
2: Again, That's great at Pop Eats, yes. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. And they have two versions. They have like a regular one and they have like a pimento cheese, yeah. fried tomato and bacon one. And I think I'm going for the glorious bacon one.
2: Mammoth wow. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Club says that one's the better one.
1: Yes, Smalling I know. I saw
2: that. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we all uh, kept up on our vlogs uh, over this very cold winter here because I saw that vlog and I was like, you got to go for the fancy grilled cheese. Zoe was more into the original grilled cheese herself. So uh, for all those original grilled cheese people out there, I I see you and I hear you. But let's continue to move along with our topic today. And that is that actually towards the end of 2023 and early 2024, Disney Parks blog put out this uh, actually it was January 2nd. Disney Parks Blog put out this article called 24 Things Coming in 2024, 24 ooh-worthy things at Disney Experiences in 2024. And so I thought it'd be fun to just kind of go through this and look at the next 11 months that we have ahead of us in 2024, since we're already so close to the end of the first month here, and just kind of remark on some of the things that we know are coming into the Disney parks and what kind of fun we have as Disney fans moving forward so some of these we might spend a bit of time on other ones we may not spend as much time on we're just gonna see as we get into it but Vanessa you have your hand up
2: I'm wondering okay so because they call it ooh worthy do we give it our ooh rating or do we give it a womp 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 rating (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay so uh, so like oh i like scale. it sound effects Ooh. yes oh i so, practiced wow. so okay how about this how about this we there's a three uh grading scale so there's okay. womp womp which is one right okay. there's a meh which is like neutral right okay. and then there's ooh which is the ooh worthy okay ooh, i love it
2: great that way
1: just keep it easy meh. I like that. uh, Yeah, yeah. Canadian
0: friend Jen loves that word. So I'm familiar with that word.
1: Yeah, and then, and then if any of us run over each other, we'll just say, oh, and then that way Midwesterners are represented as well as Canadians. <laughs> all right, so let's get into this list. And again, this comes straight from Disney Parks blog. I will link it in the show notes as well. But here is number one, and that is Tiana's Bayou Adventure is coming to Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World. This attraction has not been announced the official release date. They're just saying that it will be open in 2024. And Brett, I know you were in the Magic Kingdom, so you see all those nice uh Greenery going up around what used to be Splash Mountain. So I'll go yes. to you first. Talk to me about Tiana's.
0: Well, first my rating. Ooh, Ooh yes, yeah, I'll work uh, on my ooze. But anyway, yeah. But yes, I'm like I I can't wait. I'm very much looking forward to it. And I don't know. Shall we? Mm, I don't know if I can really say this, but we'll just say uh, an anonymous source that I'm familiar with has said that they might be ahead of schedule in in the parks so that might mean a sooner rather than later but i don't know you never know with them but i it, to think that they're ahead of schedule is a good thing
1: I, that anyway. is actually a, a, that that belongs in more than just our ooh rating that's a miracle rating uh that disney parks is ahead on something to be able yeah. to open something so hopefully we get to see it uh much quicker than what we were hoping for even. And I love the idea Splash Mountain was such a great ride because it was not only the the characters, but also the fact that it was such a long ride. And so you get a lot of story in that ride. And I think it'll be really cool to explore more of Tiana's uh, New Orleans and to be able to see all those characters again, that wonderful music, however they decide to incorporate it. I'm just really excited. So definitely an ooh for me, for sure. But Vanessa, uh, round us out here on the first number one on this list
2: while i am meh about writing it c- completely because of the motion sickness issue i am very ooh about seeing it and seeing the greenery and i just saw online that they put up glass bottles where they do the drop-off and I am very much into like stained glass art and things that are a little bit more boho and I'm so excited to see that final scene I th- I'm gonna have to write it I'm just gonna have to write it and get over it I'll take some Dramamine because that final scene where they drop you off I think that's gonna be mama Odie's section and I think it's gonna be really really cool so it is a major ooh for me
1: I'm just excited that this is coming to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So, hopefully, uh, one of the three of us gets to ride it right away when it's opened up. And you know that we will talk about it right here on the show as well. Let's move along to number two. Number two is that there's new Star Tours attraction characters and stories coming. This is something that I didn't know about, but they are going to be adding Ahsoka and a few of the other characters into Star Tours. Now, they've continued to do this. We see that there's the Mandalorian has now uh, appeared in the Star Tours rides uh, already and so they're incorporating some of this Disney plus content this broader Star Wars universe into this Vanessa I'll go to you first on this one what's your rating first and uh, talk to me a bit about this one
2: I'm happy for you if you're excited but it's meh for me until Pedro Pascal sits down next to me and Star Tours I am not excited about that ride. That ride makes me so sick. And I think it's great that people are, are enjoying Star Wars and their new stories. I'm glad we're getting new fans. But for me, it's just kind of meh.
1: Okay. The perfect meh uh, from Vanessa Ferguson. Brett, what about you? Ooh.
0: <laughs> like, I just, you know, I'm on I'm, I'm for new things. Looking forward to all of that. However, I have yet to see the Mandalorian walking around any of the Batu areas, and I've looked for him. I guess part of my deal is I go so early in the morning that he doesn't, you know, he's busy on missions. But I've looked for him. I hope to find him in Little Grogu. Little Grogu. I want to see Little Grogu. I haven't seen him yet. But, you know, Ashoka, What Ahsoka? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all Ahsoka. of those. Looking forward to it.
1: Ahsoka is such a cool character. I like that they're going to incorporate her. What I will say, and this may be surprising to the two of you, is that I Star Tours is just not my bag. Um, and so I think, like even me, someone that does not get motion sickness, still feels it when I'm on that ride. I appreciate the history of it. Of course, we talked to Tony Baxter a while ago, and he helped build that ride and brought George Lucas to the parks for the first time. All of that being said, all caveats aside, this is more of a meh. For me what i will say though it is cool that they continue it says start towards the story continues and it is very cool that they continue the story and bring in new scenes of every single year i think that is cool so now we're going to go to number three which is that pixar fest is coming to disneyland and that will be open at disneyland from april 26th through august 4th celebrating friendship and beyond with colorful decor themed entertainment and more and this will be all around the pixar area um brett you're our resident disneyland guy so tell me how do you feel about pixar fest coming to disneyland
0: Ooh,
1: there's a new parade too so looking forward to all of that hopefully get a
0: chance to see that I'd, oh well that will be during t23 the ultimate fan event oh see i did it i did it oh that's a little bit later but i said it correctly yeah, yeah you so did. Maybe you'll get a chance to see it so so it's an, an ooh. it's an ooh for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So, of course, that new daytime parade is going to be called Better Together, a Pixar Pals Celebration that will debut in Disney's California Adventure Park. And in Disneyland Park, the emotional Together Forever, a Pixar nighttime spectacular, will return with all new scenes, including one from May Lee and her friends from Turning Red. So, Vanessa, talk to me about Pixar Fest over at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure.
2: I love a show. It's an ooh. It's an ooh from me. I don't know if I'll be able to make it, but that is one that when I saw it, I thought, oh, that's worth the trip to go if I if I could swing it. But who knows? But definitely, I think that'll be really enjoyable for guests.
1: Well, what I will say is that this actually ends, Brett, just before D23, the Ultimate Fan Experience. Uh, ex- it ends on August what? 4th. They must have done it on fourth? purpose. What is with that? You're going to have to go oh, no. another I time. I have to go
0: again?
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. well, which
0: brings us to the next item, but you go ahead.
1: Well, I'm just going to say, I'll just throw it out there. Any more Pixar in the parks is fine with me. Uh, I won't be out there to enjoy it, but I'll watch a lot of vlogs on it. So for me, it's an email. I realize that maybe I wonder if there's going to be any womp womps uh, as we go along here. Number four, as Brett was alluding to, is also Pixar themed. A Pixar themed hotel is coming to Disneyland Resort. And that's actually happening like next week after this podcast drops. It'll be on January 30th, where Paradise Pier Hotel will transform into Pixar Place Hotel. So they are really reimagining quite a bit of that hotel. And I'll go first on this one. It's not that it's a womp womp for me, but if I'm going to stay at Disneyland, it'll be likely that I either really try to get DVC and stay at Disney's California Adventure, because that's the one where resale contracts can stay, or I will probably stay at a good neighbor hotel just to save a little bit of money. So I don't it's more of a meh for me here because I don't anticipate actually utilizing this hotel. Not because I don't appreciate the fact that it's being reimagined or rethemed. Vanessa, you next.
2: I think I'd have to agree with you just because when you go to California and and I haven't Brett really needs to be the the judge on this, but when you go to California, it's you're not in that bubble. So to me, it doesn't seem completely necessary to stay at a Disney hotel. Whereas when I'm in Orlando, I very much want to be in the bubble. So to me, I'm excited for the option, but it is a... eh.
1: I get that. Brett, where are you at on this one?
0: Ooh, do you see a pattern here? Uh, Yeah. Um, Now, I've had the opportunity to sort of uh, go through the new hotel as it's being uh, refurbished and I've seen little bits of of Pixar here and there um, and I was duly impressed. I think um, this is traditionally it has been um, the least expensive Disneyland hotel Disney Hotel on Disneyland property. So I think that's probably going to continue. So it gives another option if you're wanting to stay in the bubble and there, the Disneyland bubble is, is a thing too. It really is. Um, especially, especially because you're in, uh, in Anaheim, which can have, uh, other sort of, how do I say this? Let's see. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, um, you, when you're outside in the Disney bubble, you know it. <laughs> I'll just say that, even at Disneyland. So, uh, so yeah. So, cool. um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to at least you know there's like restaurants there. That's food, Vanessa. Food. There are new restaurants there.
1: So glorious food. And so we love, things to we love things our person. we love our Pixar characters, that's for sure. Now, Brett, I'm gonna stick with you because I think if there was uh I think this goes beyond ooze, so this might be like an a Wuga or something like that on your scale. But Phantasmic da, 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 <laughs> da, returns to Disneyland Park on May 24th, will once again illuminate the rivers of America at Disneyland Park, featuring new special effects, a thrilling new battle scene between Sorcerer Mickey and Maleficent, plus the return of the iconic Peter Pan scene. So, Brett, we got to go back uh, to you first. Here, talk to me about Fantasmic. Ooh, 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 ooh yeah. I don't know. Um,
0: my ooh meter is is off, going off the edge there. Uh, I, um, well, uh, to see Peter Pan come back is is probably the best part of that because the other stuff is oh, because the Maleficent battle. Um, was just so iconic and wonderful. And it's sad to see the dragon go away. So um, so we'll just see. But if I am, I don't, you know, I, I really don't know. But it, it was pointed out to me the last time Fantasmic at Disneyland came back, I was there on opening night. And, and it was pointed out to me that when Fantasmic came back at Walt Disney World, I was there on opening night. <laughs> And I'm like going. I sort of have started something, and I don't know. Is there um, is there a, a a twelve step program for Fantasmic opening night uh, things? Anyway, um, maybe not, don't sign me up for that. Just let me hopefully maybe go, and then I can see the Fantasmic, and then I can see the. The, the new parade, the Pixar
1: parade. So yeah, the, maybe you could do you could do Pixar Fest and that. I mean, luckily, you know, a travel agent who can hook you up with all of that. So Vanessa, <laughs> what <laughs> I, about I you? Are you excited about fantastic returning to Disneyland Park?
2: I am. I didn't get to see it when I was there. And now I'm excited that the next time I go, perhaps I will be able to see it. I'm so excited that it's coming back. It sounds like it is really the more iconic version of what we know as fantastic. I know some people really, really love the WDW, but uh, I think this one might be a little bit better from what I've heard. So I'm just so thrilled that it's returning to the park.
1: All right, this is going to be controversial, and it's only because I'm selfish, and I want to make sure that I could see this Fantasmic, so Womp Womp on all of this, because it is coming a month and a half after I will be in Disneyland Park, and I would love to see Fantasmic. Aww. Zoe has just told me about how much Fantasmic is amazing. Brett raves about it all of the time, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I well. uh, I only Womp Womp it based on the timeline, not the fact that it's coming back, and also, we've, we're going to have very little Womp Womps in this, I feel like so. So I need to at least get my first womp womp out there. So speaking of a potential. Okay, fine. Number six is (laughs) that Communicore Plaza and Communicore Hall are coming to Epcot. At Walt Disney World Resort, Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza will be completed in 2024 as part of the new multi-year transformation of Epcot. These new spaces extend the Epcot Festivals Beyond World Showcase and provide a new home for additional exhibits and entertainment, offering the perfect space to gather with family and friends. So, uh, Vanessa, this is one I honestly had no idea what this even was. Uh, I don't know. You, go ahead.
2: Well- Here's the thing, as I put in my, let me put in my reading glasses. The last time I went to a festival building and it was built up. Oh, this is where you can go at Epcot to learn about the festival and try some things. I think it was for food and wine, actually. And it was a major womp womp. The food was not good. It was very not on the level that I've seen Disney be on. And so I am skeptical about this i'm hoping it's an ooh because you know this girl loves an exhibit experience and a show and a place to sit indoors i love those things but i just hope that it delivers so maybe i'm not a womp womp maybe i'm a mm, eh.
1: i i gotta tell you i'm also kind of a meh when it comes to this uh mainly because you know i i I too have been in those buildings that they've repurposed for the festivals and they tend to be more like a marketplace situation. And I just don't know what this is going to be like. And so I... Cautiously optimistic, though, that they're saying it's going to be a new place for entertainment. Maybe if it's built that way, where it's not just like a temporary stage in the middle of like a big warehouse, then potentially this could be really cool. So I'm going to stay on the fence for now, but nothing against the Imagineers that are redesigning it. I just don't know enough about it. Honestly, I didn't know about it at all until I started reading this list. So, Brett, what are your thoughts on CommuniCore and CommuniCore Hall? Ooh.
0: Now, I will say
1: this. you can't ooh everything brett rutherford i can well
0: i i can i excuse me i can too i can do whatever i want how dare you um no i um i feel the need uh to have things completed (laughs) there's a need to have things completed and so the idea that this will come this will complete the transformation reimagination of the uh, future world area is enough for me to to give it a new
1: okay. You know. Okay, mm-hmm. I completely get that. So let's keep moving right along here. And we're going to go to the reimagined The Little Mermaid show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I will go first here. For me, this is this is not a show that I necessarily anticipate actually going to attend. I'm actually sort of surprised that they are bringing back uh, Little Mermaid because it just seemed like they were going to close that attraction for so long since it didn't op- reopen after COVID. I will say, though, that this is an ooh for me because Hollywood Studios needs more things to suck up people, and this is going to be something that will suck up people, and they'll be able to sit there and watch this. Kids will enjoy it because it's very colorful, and I'm sure that they're mm-hmm. going to add some new technology into Little Mermaid. So for that mm-hmm. reason, I'm giving this an ooh, and Vanessa, I, I was going to go I to am Brett ready next, to but... be
2: sucked. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Go for it. Well, I'm I'm ready to be, I'll say, taken in by the show, not the phrase that you were using, Craig. It's not appropriate. But I agree. This has been one of my biggest gripes about Hollywood Studios is that there's not enough for people like me so I can get out of the way of the ride, people, and go be pushed into a show that I enjoy. So this is an ooh for me, although I will say I am also a bit skeptical because remember when they reimagined Nemo and it didn't need to be reimagined?
1: You're right because that was that was definitely a womp womp for sure. Mm -hmm. That Mm reimagining of Finding Nemo. So, Brett, where are you at with this?
0: Um. Well. Oh, hmm. this one might. This one gets more. Um, Hmm. Hmm. Well, just because I've had um, I've had uh, cast member friends be a part of the Little Mermaid in its original debut form. Um, and it kept, it kept, uh, friends, uh, dutifully, uh, occupied and cast members employed for such a long time. Um, a show that's an attraction does, uh, uh a, a large, uh, it employs a large number of cast members. So for that reason, and probably others that, you know, we don't have time for or are not Uh, first, you know, first things I'm thinking
1: about, I will just go, Ooh, Eh." okay. (laughs) Hey, that helps. Uh, I I like that we're at least getting in the right direction to the cynics in the Vanessa and I. So (laughs) number eight, number eight could have been its own podcast episode, but we will be talking about it, I'm sure, between Brett going to Disney World and our other friends coming to Disney World. This was big news when it came about because, of course, it reversed some of the course from uh, what was going on due to COVID, and that is that all-day park hopping and the dining plan are both returning and have actually returned at this point to Walt Disney World. It began on January 9th. The 2 p.m. rule for park hopping is gone. Dining plan is back, uh, and so and. And we also had heard, of course, that there was, you no longer need to make reservations unless you're an AP under certain circumstances, which I don't know, Brett, I think you need to to pass like calculus three or something like that to figure out what those circumstances are. But, but I will say that as someone that loves to use park hopper, I I think that this is going to be great that you can start doing that before two o'clock because my um, I've told you this on a billion trip reports and tips. What I like to do is get up early, like Brett does go and rope drop some thing. Maybe go back to the resort and relax for a little bit. And then I have my night free to choose whichever park I'd like to go to. So if it's a little bit rainy out, and I know that Animal Kingdom doesn't have a lot of things outside um, or that has a lot of things outside, not a lot of shelter. Then maybe I'll go somewhere more like Magic Kingdom or I'll go to Hollywood Studios where I can get indoors a bit too. So I like that freedom. Uh, I know it costs extra money to get that freedom, but that's where I'm at. Dining plan. I'll just say that uh, I used to utilize the dining plan quite a bit. I was one that bought into the idea of the free dining plan. Of course, you really got to do the numbers with that and your travel agent like Brett Rutherford can do that because uh, basically you've got to see if you're paying more for the food than you need. Uh, At this stage in my life, I don't know that I would need the dining plan because I just don't know that I need to eat that much food when I'm down there. But I'm glad that it's an option because a lot of families really love it. So if people like it, I'm not going to poo-poo on that. So ooh, all around for me. Brett, go ahead and go next.
0: Ooh, oh my gosh, I've experienced it. The joy is back. As you said, Craig, I am an early park rope dropper. And I the other day I went to Magic Kingdom. No, I went to I went to Disney Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom in the morning. So I didn't have to wait until two o'clock in the afternoon. So that was an amazing thing. So I it the other sort of really cramped my style. And this now my style is back, baby. So that was good. And as far as meal plan, I took I took advantage of the meal plan. Uh, because actually, I rather discovered um, sort of my Epicurean sort of, well, as the French say, my goo my tongue, um, my, uh, my my sense of adventure with food because of the food plan. And so while as an annual pass member, a pass holder, I don't know that that is available to us. I've never tried to upgrade that. Um, but it is a wonderful way to experience multiple restaurants and cuisines that you otherwise may not have done because of you know it's too expensive or something it just depends it's a it's a wonderful option now and um yeah so i'm very happy that that's back too because the more we the more we get back to quote unquote normal the better
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know uh before i go to vanessa real quick i'll just add that what i liked about the dining plan before is that you were able to kind of basically turn your vacation as close to an all-inclusive as you possibly could because you prepaid for everything, right? So it's a lot easier to go to a character dining experience that's $60 for an adult when you don't have to shell out that $60 for an adult right there because you've already done uh, your dining plan uh, beforehand. So, Vanessa?
2: For the sake of time, I'm just going to say it's not for me, but ooh, for you.
1: Thank you. Back to you, Greg. Speaking of, for the sake of time, that I'm just going to say meh all around is number nine is the Country Bear Jamboree at Walt Disney World is getting reimagined to pay homage to the Grand Old Opry in Nashville. I will say that I have never been to the Country Bear Jamboree and I have no intention of ever going to the Country Bear Jamboree. So I will just say meh to this but all the guys
2: turn me on turn me down it is a bop oh i'm gonna miss those some of those songs but this is a major ooh the last time i went ooh, those animatronics were getting squeaky and the dialogue was getting stale so i am so excited to see it reimagined and yes i will attend because you know i'm all about all the shows brett
0: i well i saw i just saw The original, the classic that's going away, I just saw it at the time of the recording. I just saw it yesterday. I wanted to say one final goodbye because it had been years and years and years since I'd seen it. And I was surprised that they had made so many edits to what uh, was the original Country Bear Jamboree. And I must say that because of, mm, I don't know, um, as a 2024 audience, um, there are some songs that are in the show and even in the revised show that uh, are should go away so yeah mama don't whoop little Buford <laughs> I'm like going I think we should shoot him in stay it is it's time for that to go I was yeah, I I'm like going the audience everyone sang along it was kind of it was very cute and very sweet. But um you know kind of the Trixie body shaming dialogue was cut which I was very happy to see that. Um but I'm ready for something new and I hope they refurbish. Ah get that refurbish the bears. Oh, well <laughs> done there. I'm the looking, dad here. They, they were looking the a little jokes. Yeah, they were looking a little um a little dated. And and one bear's eyes we're stuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like going it's kind of sad i am not
2: opposed to animatronics having stuck eyes because if they ever mess with my beloved hippo on a small world i like her wonky eye leave it leave it (laughs) wonky don't touch a thing but anyway back to you craig
1: Well, in an effort to revive my dad jokes, I'll just say that I'm going to barely notice the refurbishments over at uh, Country Bear Jamboree. So number 10, we're going to go to the Cake Bake Shop at Disney's Boardwalk, uh, and that'll be opening in early 2024. If you haven't heard, the Cake Bake Shop has counters lined with beautiful displayed handmade cakes, cookies, French macarons, brownies, dessert bars, pies, and cheesecakes. It's a perfect place for anniversaries, baby shouters, wedding, Uh, and family and friend gatherings. So this one, I think we can go pretty quickly. I like the boardwalk. It's fun to go over there, um, but meh, because I'm probably not going to necessarily... There's so many options for treats over there. Vanessa wants to go next. Yes.
2: It's a big ooh, because I'm hoping to stay on the boardwalk maybe in 2025. And I am so excited about cake nearby. Oh, I love cake. I love pies, cheesecakes, cookies, brownies, everything. I love so much
0: it'll replace your tea experience because it looks kind of fancy where you can have a tea experience
2: yes yes I read that too and I'm so excited because I love an afternoon tea I love to sit and socialize with the gals and let's do it over some tea we'll spill some tea we'll drink some tea this is a major ooh for me
1: Brett oh
0: I'm sure, you know. I'm doing sure on behalf of all that really enjoy this. I can't met it, and I can't want want. Uh-uh. Yeah, Brett's no. Brett's staying so. right now
1: at the yacht club. He could walk right over to what will be the cake bake. Shop I should. Right I now, should go so. check
0: it out. I should Absolutely. check it
1: out. Speaking of major oohs from Vanessa, number 11 is a major ooh for me, and that is that Run Disney is returning to Disneyland Resort, plus there's a new Halloween-themed event. Run Disney returns to Disneyland uh, Resort that actually just happened uh, January 11th through the 14th, and that was the half-marathon weekend. But then also taking place September 5th through the 8th, there will be four days of events uh, all around a 2024 Halloween challenge as well so that's really ooh. cool i would love to run around disneyland much like i ran around walt disney world so big ooh for me brett go ahead and go next
0: um, um oh uh,
1: you meh. can womp womp it or met it that's no fine. i'm not
0: gonna womp womp i would not womp womp a disney i will ooh, meh, this one so i will stay consistent with my positivity so okay. i was there for an avengers run a couple of years ago i think that was like the the last big run that they had so i was there to uh see them it was cool i'm like going i did my five i did my 5k in less time than they did their 5k because i was just walking around uh, uh disney california adventure in a record amount of time so maybe yeah, that's that's what i should do i should do that sometime craig don't you think
1: i yes, want medals. I- I think you should. It's a lot of fun and a lot of people of all different running styles get to run in that. And I, speaking of the energy, right, Vanessa, I just listened to your trip report yeah. that we posted and you mentioned the energy around marathon weekend at Walt Disney World. Where are you at with the Disney run Disney events coming back to Disneyland Resort?
2: You know, actually, I, if I ever were to do a Disney race, I think it would be the 5k Disneyland, because I'm assuming I wouldn't have to take all those terrible, terrible buses to the start line. So if I ever was to do one, that would be it. So, ooh.
1: Yeah, we should have, uh, I know our my friend, Matthew Zurich, who ran the marathon with me, he just got done doing the half marathon at Disneyland. So this is like putting the call out to you, Matthew. Uh, we'll have to have you on and chat about how the experience was out in Disneyland, because he had just done the marathon like a weekend before or whatever, and then he went coast to coast with it. Uh, with that has Disney a name, doesn't it? It, has it has is coast to coast, I think, that. But, and you get a medal for that now, so yeah. Right. Uh, I believe that that's what it's called. Um, number twelve, Fantasy Springs at Tokyo Disney Sea. It'll be opening on June sixth, themed magically to magical springs, leading to a world of Disney fantasy. The eighth themed port at Tokyo Disney Sea will feature three incredible areas, including Rapunzel's Forest, Peter Pan's Neverland, and Frozen's Kingdom, inspired by the beloved Walt Disney Animation Studio films. This expansion will be opening of Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs Hotel, integrated directly into the park, and they've got some beautiful pictures here i gotta tell you i'll go ahead and go first again i i would love to get over to tokyo it seemed like you had so much fun over there brett and so this is a big ooh for me because it's cool that they are continuing to expand and there's just gonna be more fun things to do when i finally get over there i'll go to brett last because he was just there but um vanessa where are you at with this on tokyo disney Sea? i'm
2: gonna make it quick Ooh.
1: Ooh, awesome and what about you brett I will say, ooh, too. Might even, I don't know. We'll see. Um,
0: Might even be there for the opening. Who knows?
1: Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Mm. Speaking of... Your fare is purchased. (laughs) Bargain, bargain,
0: bargain. bargain. Half price. Couldn't stop.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome. So we'll maybe have a report in our future. Number 13... I feel like number 13 is pretty much almost the exact same responses could be given. So if you have a different response, let me know. But number 13 is that the Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris is reopening on January 25th. Uh, Every inch of the renowned five-star hotel interior has undergone a complete reimagining from its luxury rooms to suites to gourmet dining and more. It's inspired by a whole slew of different uh, animated classics as well. So anybody want to add anything to their ooze for this hotel at Disneyland Paris? All right. We'll keep moving on. I'm excited about this uh, quite a bit. The Disney treasure coming to Disney cruise lines and Vanessa's frantically shaking her head or nodding her head, not shaking it. So Vanessa, tell me about uh, the Disney treasure. It'll be debuting. I think that the first cruise, like the maiden voyage is pretty much like the Christmas day cruise. It's right around December 20th that this thing is going to be opening. So uh, tell me all about it, Vanessa. I
2: am so excited. I cannot wait to see the videos of people being on the ship and giving us a tour of the ship. I think it's sailing around Australia, if I have got that right, and New Zealand. I, I'm Maybe, maybe I was looking up Disney cruise ships the other day, and I was looking for a two-day cruise ship so I could see if I can not be motion sick on it, if I take lots of meds and do all the things and wear the goggles and the bands and I'll be in the midship. Maybe I was doing that and was disappointed that they only, only the only two day ship sailing to test was in Australia. And maybe I saw the Disney treasure listed on there as well. But yeah, it, I am very, very hopeful that I can find a way to. Be able to be on a Disney cruise ship again because my experience was so awesome when I was on it last time and I think that's the way for me to go. I think I need to start sailing more. So this is a a huge ooh. If you've not looked at some of the features on Disney Treasure, go check it out. It looks awesome.
1: I just think it's cool that, you know, the wish was supposed to be this castle at sea and I'm excited to be able to still go on that later on uh this year and I know that you can do those rebooking uh for the deals or whatever and I think that that's probably going to happen for me because the Disney Treasure just seems so cool and I'm excited because I love all those adventure stories that Disney brings us as well and uh just thinking about all the possibilities that they have on this ship and being able to see all of that a haunted mansion themed lounge are you kidding me like absolutely I'm there so So this is going to be really fun. Brett, your thoughts on the Disney treasure? Hope to ooh. (laughs) Hope to ooh
0: there. Hope to ooh. Okay.
1: And I will say, Vanessa, I know you mentioned, I know that they are doing New Zealand and Australia uh, uh, trips, um, but this one, at least initially, is going to be starting out from Port Canaveral and going to the Western Caribbean. So uh, you don't have to go to Australia or New Zealand to get on the Disney treasure, at least not initially.
2: Maybe I was looking at the wrong one. I mean, it's totally possible. Yeah, they did that start. The that was thing. a
1: big thing at last uh, D23, um, the D23 Expo or whatever it used to be called. That was the the big thing. One of the announcements was that they were going to start doing Australia and New Zealand uh, trips, but I'm not sure which boat or which ship is doing that at the moment. Um, but one of them is so. But this one is going to be out of Port Canaveral. So you can go and check that out. Speaking of Disney Cruise Line, Disney's Lookout Cay is opening in the Bahamas. It just says this summer, Disneyland uh, Cruise Line's newest one-of-a-kind retreat on the island of... Luthria in the Bahamas, uh, Disney Lookout K will open. And this is going to be the island retreat that is at Lighthouse Point. So they've been working on this for a couple of years now. I absolutely love Castaway Key a lot. And so I'm just excited to see what this is going to be like. So a big ooh for me, for sure. Brett Rutherford, what do you think? Ooh for me too. Awesome. And what about you, Vanessa?
2: Is it Lookout K or Lookout Key?
1: So uh castaway it, key i guess i would be yeah probably look Key. and this uh, is the lookout then.
2: key yeah. i just remember the last time i was on a cruise ship i was googling trying to figure this out because i'm like is it K? Key? it's probably uh, key. yeah it's a new you're ooh. probably right it's a new i'm so i i love the island castaway key and i just uh, any offering they can give that is beyond just getting <laughs> i sound like such first world problems getting sandy at the beach And gross and wet and covered in sunblock and sand. Yeah, whatever else they can offer (laughs) the storytelling on the beach, I am there for it.
1: That's awesome. And to round out our Disney Cruise Line news, Pixar Day at Sea and Marvel Day at Sea will continue um, and they'll you'll be able to do those on several offerings. I will say that this one, Disney uh, Parks blog, I don't know if you're allowed to basically just say that the same thing is going to be returning um, to the cruise line. So for this one, only because I think you were stretching to get 24 here, this is going to be a meh for me. Uh, Disney Parks blog. I see you, but anybody else want to chime in on this? Marvel, one,
0: Marvel, you are metting a Marvel. Did oh, you hear the? Did you hear the Craig, reason why? I
1: because it's not new. I don't care.
0: Okay, it's not new. But, but,
2: okay. but Pixar Day is new, yeah. Let's
0: no, see. No. no, no, Pixar no, Day I isn't so. new at
1: sea. I don't think either. No. That's okay. Well, I'll just hey, go ooh is.
0: because there's cruising opportunities, and I know. Someone who can help you with that. So,
1: oh, it does be say our in January. Travel agent
0: key to the world travel. There, I just said it.
1: Oops. There. It says in January, two themed Disneyland cruise sailings are returning Pixar Day at Sea and Marble Day at Sea. So, um, any, what do you, where are you at with this, Vanessa?
2: Oh, ooh, happy for you if you like it. Ooh.
1: Uh, The next one I'm pretty happy for as someone that uh, owns DVC, although I won't be able to take advantage of this because I bought resale, and this is only for people that have the big bucks and can buy directly from Disney. But the cabins at Fort Wilderness Resort will be open, and that's going to be beginning in the summer of 2024. There was just a ton of information released about this, and our friends Amy and Paul, who now uh, run the DVC show, did a great episode breaking down all the information. You can start buying DVC. If you own DVC, you can start buying into this on February 1st, but this is the first moderate resort that they are kind of shifting and allowing people to buy into DVC. looks like it's going to be really good as far as the amount of points it's going to cost per night if you're in DVC. And it looks really cool. One thing I will say is it's kind of odd that they put the bunk beds for the rooms in the same room as the master. So I guess that they're going for more of this like family feel but uh one of the benefits the womp, of getting a one one yeah one of the benefits of getting a one bedroom is that you kind of can have the kiddo stay in one bedroom and then you can stay in the other maybe stay up later or whatever the case may be but this is a big roof for me i'd love to try to stay at what? them sometime
2: we need a womp womp come on you can't even go there you go to do, 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 okay I'm i guess like, i should
1: uh-huh. i guess i should say womp womp because it's not open yeah. to resale members is that what there you're looking you for?
2: Go. At a boy. That what All I'm right.
1: In. What about you, Vanessa?
2: Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't care. It's 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 a meh. I I'm I'm really not into these cabins. I think you have to like bus around. No. I'm gonna say womp wop. I wanna womp wop. I wanna womp, womp one. This is my womp wop. wop wop.
0: All right, Brett. Ooh. Now the why I say that is because as as someone who, as a child, stayed at Fort Wilderness more times than stayed anywhere else growing up. And it was such a wonderful experience there. For people that do not have their own campers or tents or whatever sort of thing, This is a wonderful opportunity for them to experience. Everything that is the Fort Wilderness Resort. I mean, it 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 made such an impression on me that in 1927 my campground number was Campsite um, Cypress Knee Circle 360. That was my campsite in 1927. Uh That is so funny. Cypress Knee Circle. Yeah, I love that. 320.
1: It's. Good. It looks like they're going to be really cool. I would love to check them out. Um. I, I, yeah. Resale restrictions. Speaking of resale restrictions, and something that neither of you actually belong to DVC, even resale. So I'm just going to give a general meh to number eighteen for us, and that is that there's a new Disney Vacation Member Lounge at Walt Disney World. That's uh, great that there's a new Member Lounge, but I can't use it. Brett can't use it, and Vanessa can't use it. So I think we're just going to go ahead we'll and just skip it. say yet. Wow. <laughs>
2: I, gonna uh, that so I will go
1: potential up. ooh,
2: yeah, I was going to suggest that we speed round up into number twenty three.. Oh, okay. um none of these are like super applying. well, to us, let's
1: let's think. just go let's just go through them quickly then. So number okay. nineteen is Adventures by Disney is going to Columbia. So if you have ten thousand dollars to give to Disney, you can go on this Adventures by Disney uh, excursion out to Columbia. It seems like they're gonna go to the coffee regions. So anybody have anything that they want to, uh, ooh, if you can afford it. Well, um, ooh,
2: surely. It.
1: Yeah. Yes. The Adventures by Disney, I think that that's a great concept. I hope that one day I can afford to go on any of them. Um, but it's cool that they have that opportunity for people that have the money. Um Number 20 story living by Disney in California. I will say that I am a womp womp on this only because this is like the example of what people use against Disney adults. They're like, look at these Disney adults. They even want to build their own community and live there. Uh, and so it, it just makes people that like Disney and happen to be adults look weird, um, but it, it is going to be opening in California. And so I will say womp womp on the first story living by Disney community.
0: Okay, I know we're supposed to do this fast, but I am not going to uh, uh, womp womp anyone who loves any sort of Disney thing. How dare you, sir? So anyway, Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. That is not the, the opinion of, you know, Beyond the Mouse. Um, well, anyway, as a whole. Anyway, because I'm saying, ooh. And surprisingly, it seems to be very along the lines of Uh, of a suggestion that a friend of mine um gave for about retirement living for disney i'm like going so shout out to that uh that person uh you know they're doing your they're doing your thing cindy i really
1: wish you'd get credit for it so (laughs) go ahead vanessa what about you
2: i feel like i need more information is it a new asset for the Disney company is it a new market they're getting into is it a cult I don't know is it the Villas are diseases going to go around I don't know I need more information before I can rule on this I think I like the idea but also I am nervous I don't know what this is completely
1: I just think that uh, we don't need more ammo for people out there to make fun of Disney adults. And this is prime ammo for people to make fun of Disney adults uh, that they yeah. want to live in their own gated community uh, around Disney. Who cares
0: what anyone Number says? Number 21,
1: Disney adults? Uh, new Disney Eats and Stitch Attacks Snacks Collection. This actually started on January 9th and it'll continue every month. Uh, it's some new pens, it's new merchandise. And there's also going to be some Disney Eats and Snacks Collections launching at your favorite places on shop disney and then the disney parks as well i saw some of these they're like spirit jerseys and they're uh just new merchandise essentially oh they're cute oh they're my cute. gosh oh i saw this the other day it is really cool yeah so yeah. i'll just say i'll just say meth for me because i'm probably not going to buy them but good for people if they want uh to show their love of a disney turkey that leg or whatever cool. the case oh may my be.
0: gosh i didn't know it was the thing i mean it, it was a very large uh part of an area at the the marketplace at disney springs um that one shop that has all the different sort of new and interesting things so i love that that was that was really cool i enjoyed
1: that. all right vanessa oh, yeah. that's all you got just yeah. <laughs> okay fair enough Then uh, we're going to do number 22, explore an open world Star Wars game. And for the Star Wars fans, Star Wars Outlaws is the open world Star Wars game that's being set to release in 2024. The game lets you explore the distinct planets across the galaxy, both iconic and new. You risk it all as key vests and emerging scoundrels seeking freedom and the means to start a new life, along with her companion, Nix. If you're willing to take the risk, the galaxy is full of opportunities. Find more about this game at StarWars.com. Yes, Vanessa.
2: Is this like a board game? Or is it like a game you can play in the parks? Do we know? I,
1: see, what's weird about it is that everything has kind of been like tangentially related to mm-hmm. the Disney parks at this point. But I don't know. Like, I'm assuming that this is like a game as in like, it's going to be like a game, like you're going to play it on a console. But let me do some research while Brett Mm. talks about it.
0: Okay. Um, Does this have anything to do with the new Apple goggles virtual reality?
1: Oh, it could potentially. That would be
2: a major womp womp for me. Major (laughs) womp womp. Here's why. And it should be a womp womp for you too. Hear me out. I'm going to educate you when you get situated so I can. Okay. So here's Mm -hmm. the dealio. First of all, virtual reality is a no-go if you get motion sick, which is a thing for me i don't know if you've heard about it um Mm -hmm. if i've mentioned it before on this show i don't know um Mm -hmm. but also as you get older the you have the um risk of when you're wearing like like the virtual reality headsets for your your eye muscles get weaker and you can get cross-eyed or have have trouble with your vision as you get older so if you're younger you're fine But if you're older mm, i think we are you know over 35 all of us so that's something to consider about your eye health it happened to my uh family member he had to stop playing with it because his eye was going all wonky he was like that hippo see that's probably what happened to her don't put any goggles on that hippo. My God. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so late night gaming. We go, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Before we go to Brett, I'm just going to chime in and say that I had to do a little bit of digging on the website, but it does say that the platforms are Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, which means this is just a straight up video game. And so I will play this video game. It sounds great. I love the idea of like an open world concept and you can go and check it out. I'm playing Spider-Man 2. Like uh, it's going out of style and I love like exploring all of New York but it's got to be a womp womp in this list because everything else is related to the disney parks so are the, did they just like need an extra one here is that what happened
2: i'm i'm going to say it's a womp womp for me personally because for a second there i thought it was something more that i could do in star wars galaxy right edge and that would be awesome because I really like the theming, but I just feel like there's not as much for me to do, but it's a, ooh, if I'm happy for you. So I'm happy for all of you who are gonna get to play it.
1: i say I'm excited. That's where it, I am too. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm an ooh,
0: yeah, ooh for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh for you. I. I'll check it out and I'll let you know how it is. But it's weird that it's on a list about things coming to Disney parks when it doesn't seem to be coming to Disney parks. So number 23, I think they did this on purpose. Number 23, D23, the ultimate Disney fan event. It will be happening August 9th to the 11th. This one of a kind event will have spectacular shows, new venues, and multiple days of entertainment and experiences that bring together all the wonderful worlds of Disney. Uh, It will kick off on August 8th at the kickoff celebration at Disneyland resort followed by shopping exhibits panels presentations and more on august 9th to the 11th at the anaheim convention center during the day and then moving to the honda center the bigger home of the marquee shows at night tickets will go on sale in march we found out i think it's at the end of march it's like march 26th or so but don't quote me on that brett you're Mr. D twenty three. Tell me all about it.
0: Oh well, this is the biggest do of the year. I mean, it's my it's my screensaver. It's my wallpaper. I you know, <laughs> it's everything. Cannot wait for it. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. it's the ultimate saber? Disney fan of it. What? Yeah. That's your screensaver. It's,
2: it's wow!
0: It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like going. I and. I, I think, you know, I think that the days of the overnights on the floor are are going away, um, I, which is kind I of a sad thing. You,
2: Brett. I have this feeling that you wake up in the morning and like you have your... Your robe on, and then you take your robe off, and there's like a D23 shirt under there. And then you put on yes. like D23 slippers, and it's just like the whole <laughs> you, should, you go to your D23 Ooh. shower curtain, and then you open yeah. it
0: like Ooh, a shower curtain. Your life. You hear that merchandise, people? I would buy a shower curtain. I would. That's cool. No, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, it is my screensaver, it is my wallpaper. Um, And the slippers, I'm sure, are, you know, we'll check Etsy for that.
1: It's an idea. uh, Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited about this event coming back because I love just hearing new things. I do hope, um, just for Josh's sake, that he gets to actually give us some real announcements this time and not just like... Hey, oh, this, I think is what happen, or... this is what we were kicking around in the back before the show, you know, like, give I us some like actual people are announcements gonna owe him if they do that, if he does that again. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I, think, it, I mean, that's kind of what yeah, happened. They milked
0: that long enough.
1: I'd say that, you know, they brought it back for Destination D23 as well. There was also a lot of like, well, maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that. But I think that they need some concrete stuff. Um, I think logistically, I know a lot of people have commented on this, but moving from the Anaheim, and I don't know Anaheim at all. I mean, Brett knows it better than I do. But moving from the Anaheim Convention Center down to the Honda Center, my understanding is that is not a uh, quick by foot journey. So it would be fine for you
2: because you run marathons, but I'm the one who Google mapped this because b and i were thinking of going and we are not the fastest in a race we are the turtles to craig's hair so it what i think when i looked at it it was uh at least a 20 minute walk on foot which doesn't sound too bad yeah but you
0: know you think you go underneath the highway No, it's longer than that. It's like I'm uh, I'm looking it up right now.
1: It says that it's uh, it says it's three miles. And so walking it says it's an hour. Sorry. An hour. No.
2: If
1: it's three miles uh, and
2: you walk a mile an hour.
1: just the logistics of, uh, I I think the logistics will be very interesting to see the people. I almost feel, I almost feel like you are going to have to decide, are you going to go to the panels at night and kind of hang out by the Honda center so you can get in, or are you going to go and check out the things at the convention center during the day? But Mm. clearly, you know, Disney's good at logistics. They're one of the best. uh,
0: Yes, it'll be, it'll be all worked mm. out. All will be clear. You know, if they would make such a huge commitment, especially for the large panels, if they didn't have a handle on this. Here's the
2: thing, though: like you, mm, you okay? We'll find out more in March. But you've had—if you are seriously thinking about going, you've booked your hotel now for a while. And if you haven't, Mm -hmm. okay, good luck. But. You know, to, to book a hotel this far out, now granted you can probably get a refund, but to book it this far out and not even know what logistics, I don't know when do logistics normally come out of like schedules and stuff because if it's near mm. the event, it's... That, that's a lot to ask someone to buy airfare and then the tickets and then you find out you can't even go to half the stuff because it's like an hour walk and, and I have no idea what the lifting situation. I mean that's a lot of people to be I, lifting Vanessa, yeah. I
1: will I will Vanessa, say that.
0: I, I'm I'm like going, I think it'll be okay. It will be okay. I trust that with such a large I trust the organization with such a large change that they have it worked out. Now not to say not to say that it There might be kinks and there might be changes and all this, but I trust that it will be uh, fine.
1: I will say it's right next to the Angel Stadium as well. I certainly hope that they did their homework and that the Angels are out of town that weekend um, because, holy moly, talk about the most expensive Uber ride you've ever had. If you need to go that three miles and it's going to cost you $80 or something, Um, it'll be interesting to see. I have a lot of faith yeah. in the folks at D23 and at uh, Disney. So we'll see how it goes. And uh, yep, maybe it'll help yep. the congestion of the convention center. I know that um, people have remarked about that on the past too. I don't think you're going to make everybody happy, but uh, we'll see really? how it goes I'm here, trying here. So. I'm
2: not saying everybody. more people. Make There'll... me happy. I just want to be happy. Can we just <laughs> then, I think that's a that's a smaller goal to reach. How about
0: this? There's two things. There's they they're bringing back they're bringing back streaming. Yay. Um so that's fine too so more people will be able to see it but I think with the large um, with the Honda Center, they are going to have multiple thousands of people to be able to see that, and the, and the facility is built to house multiple thousands of people and move people in and out and all of that. So it will be a work in progress, but I'm very much
1: looking forward to it. So, oh boy.
2: I mean, I can't wait to see what they say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. We'll find out more information as the year moves along. Number 24 in our last one, and we can wrap it up. I think this one can be a quick one as well. The new Disney Global Ambassadors step into their roles. And of course, this is a very highly coveted cast member role that uh, very few people get to do. That usually it's like a team of anywhere from 12 to 15 uh, different cast members from around the world that gets to be ambassadors of their individual parks. And so there's 13 of them this year. They've stepped into that role and uh, they mentioned that they are doing their training over in Hong Kong uh, because they just opened the world of Frozen over there as well. Really, really cool. This is a program that you apply for. It's extremely competitive. Congratulations to those 13 individuals. They tend to represent uh, all that's best out of Disney cast members. And I guess I'll say an ooh to that. Uh, It doesn't really affect me, but I'll say that Disney cast members are the best and that it's really cool that these are the best of the best. So um, Vanessa, any final remarks on this?
2: I'm actually a big ooh on this. Uh, the more I learn about this, this I'm going to nerd out for a second with you. The more I learn about globalization of of corporations and how they really can influence relationships between countries, this is a big ooh for me. This is great. I love to see companies working with other countries. I think this is a great thing for the world. It makes me happy. It's a it's, it's sign of hope, I think.
1: Absolutely. Brett, round us out and then we'll give the uh, all the plugs that we need to. A
0: bigo. Very happy for them.
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So, those are the 24 ooh or maybe womp womp looking things in the Disney parks coming up to you in the year 2024. If this happens to be your first episode of Beyond the Mouse, please go back and check out all of our previous episodes. And we've got a lot of trip reports that have been done recently. So, you can have Vanessa's trip report, you can have Brett's trip report, you can have Craig's trip report. Oh, wait, he hasn't gone on his trips yet, Uh, but I will later on in 2024. And I'm sure I'll bring those to you as well. So, uh, it's been great getting to chat with you all today. Make sure to go and like us on all of our socials, including Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals on Facebook. That's where we definitely do the most interaction as well. You can see a lot of Brett's trip to Festival of the Arts that's going on right now in Epcot as he's staying at the Yacht Club as well. Brett, final thoughts from Disney World.
0: Uh, well, I am very excited to be podcasting from Walt Disney World. It's kind of, I podcast from Tokyo. I've podcast now from Walt Disney World. I've podcast from D23 and the back of a lift on my way to my uh, accommodations where I was breaking into a house. So it seemed I did not break into a house. But anyway, so I like to uh, vary my areas in which I podcast. So check, 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 check. I'm very happy about all of that.
1: That's fantastic. Vanessa, any thoughts from icy old Springfield?
0: Well, we
2: just spent this last hour plus talking about Disney food blogs and what they're looking forward to. And if you would like to tell us what you're looking forward to the most in 2024, please do that. Do that in the Beyond the Mouse podcast pals group because we love to hear what you're excited about.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, But I think that's it for us. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig.
2: I'm Vanessa
1: and I'm Brett and we will see you real soon in the front row sooner or later we'll be doing 25 for 25 guys this year's already flying by we're already a month out of it
0: oh I just oh, got yeah. that 24 oh god yeah. that's oh I'm my gosh sorry. Too, oh too Brett oh,
2: I minute. was like why gosh, they said 24 no. yes. oh
0: okay
2: <laughs> all right you got me
1: you guys are joshing me right okay no,
2: no.
0: <laughs>
1: all right <laughs>